Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thursday Night Throwdown. This is unlike any show you've ever listened to from the sideline junkies. Because normally when we talk NFL, especially Washington football team, the boss BJ and myself are pretty much sitting on the same side, proverbially. Not this week, though. Week three matchup. The boss BJ's Buffalo Bills coming in at one and one. My Washington football team coming in one and one. So we on opposite sides of the spectrum right about now. And I like it. So welcome to Thursday Night Throwdown, Battle of the Junkies. Let me bring them in real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, on the other side of this debate, the one, the only, the man that writes the checks, the boss, BJ. What is up, brother? What's going on with you? Oh, man, I've been waiting for this since the schedules came out. So, uh, ain't nothing much, man. I'm, I'm hyped up. We got football tonight. We got everything. So yeah, we, we usually don't get to talk about Buffalo, Washington, but every couple of years and, you know, sometimes in the preseason, but we all know the preseason isn't, you know, it's fun to, fun to see the teams match up in the preseason, but it ain't like, nothing like the regular season, man. And it's, and it's an Orchard Park this time around. Mm, it was in Orchard Park the last time. Was it? I thought we. I thought it was the preseason mm-hmm. game was here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You remember at one point in time we used to go to every Buffalo Washington preseason game. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember. And we got it. So, we got to get back to, get, to getting there. But that's not what this show is about, man. Not at so, all. But hey, man, we going to. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm not as prepared as you are, but I want to. I just want to go through the. Uh, Week three league rankings of each team as of now. So, and then we'll, we'll, we'll break down everything at, after this. So, offensively, Washington's coming in at 22nd. Uh, Buffalo's coming at 21st. Defensively, Washington comes in at 25th. The Buffalo Bills come in at second. Second-ranked defense in the league. Passing offense, 20th for the Washington football team. 26th for the Buffalo Bills, and we get to rushing 20th for the Washington football team and 6th for the Buffalo Bills. KG, just your initial thoughts of what I read off of the league rankings. What stands out to you? Either team doesn't matter. What stands (laughs) out to you? Defensive ranking. Defensive ranking for your squad, right? Mm-hmm. For both for both squads. For both squads, because I know you last season you talked about Buffalo and you talked about um their poorest run defense, but to have the number two defense two weeks into the season. I went a number two defense overall. Mm-hmm. Two weeks into the season in Washington. What did you say? Twentieth? Twenty sixth? Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. And this is a Washington team that was supposed to be up higher definitely. in the rankings. Definitely. I you agree know. with you. That's that's something we we talked about going yeah. into the season, going into week one, going into week two. Um, when we talk about the Washington football team, we we I think and it's not just us here at the sideline junkies. I think the consensus 
throughout, you know, whatever NFL show you watch it, this defense was uh, a playoff caliber defense. And it has yet to live up to that standard yet. Um, mm-hmm. And on the flip side, you go to Buffalo where the defense isn't bad. I, I You know, we're not talking about a bad defense. We're talking about a defense that basically won two games last year in the playoffs, the Colts game, and the definitely the Ravens game when the offense is struggling. Now you have a second-ranked defense, and, and look, you got to take it for what it's worth. They played Pittsburgh, which was for the first half, which is an ugly game. An ugly game. Big Ben got hot in the second quarter. I mean, second half of the game, and, you know, Pittsburgh wound up winning that game. Then you have the Dolphins, which, you know, I talked about a little bit on, on the solo Buffalo Bills Week 2 wrap-up. They were just shooting themselves in the foot repeatedly. So um, I think when you see that second-ranked defense for Buffalo, you got to kind of look at that with your blinders on. Because I think, it, it you know, it's as a <laughs> – I don't want to – like these are my boys, and I don't want to say they don't have a they don't have a defense that's worth the ranking of second. But I don't think they do. I think they're more they I think they're more like ten to fifteen. Now if they keep it up. I mean, fine. But we play we play Miami. Miami, you know, for the most part, they're they're a, a hot dumpster fire with, with continuous kerosene poured on them. <laughs> I mean, that's what Miami is. You know, it just. It just is what it is. I think on the flip side, I think we've seen even even through two games, and I'll let you break this down after I say this. For the Washington football team, I think on let me let me back up a second. On the Buffalo side, you could definitely see the difference in the the front line, the front uh, defensive line, and a pass rush. Gregory Russo, uh, AJ Espinosa, you could definitely see a difference, and it's exciting to see. Now, on the flip side of Washington, this is where I'm going to let the big guy KG take over, and I'm going to mute and let him talk. This defense is where, you know, when you see the league rankings and you see 25th, it's kind of surprising because we thought this was a top five, maybe top three defense with the front seven alone. And now that the front seven is struggling, the, now, now I'm going to go back. When KG, when KG, when you get on the talk, I'm going to go back because I want to know what the – passing ranking individual defenses because I, I gotta believe Washington has to be bottom three. Y'all y'all as a football team on defense probably have one of the worst passing defense in the league. And and we're gonna get into this, but I'm like Well defensively, I really believe that Washington, like you said, oh they got the full first round picks on that D line. You know, that's what everybody keeps saying. You know, you got Allen Payne, Sweat, um, uh, Allen Payne, Sweat, and Chase Young. All in that line. You know, all first-round picks. Then, you know, you talk about it, and then, you know, you got a smart linebacker in John Bossett, an absolute dog in, in, in uh, Jamin Davis, another first-round pick, Cole Holcomb. Your three linebackers in the secondary, you got Kendall Fuller. Uh, you got Landon Collins back there. You got talent back there. And yet, last Thursday, a week ago tonight, New York Giants marched up and down the field like it was nothing. 
Daniel Jones is the lead in Russia. That's a problem for me. That is a problem because I look at Washington. I look at everything that they've been through the last year and a half, two years. And I'm like, okay, Daniel Jones should not be torching you every time y'all play. That's a problem for me. This defense is way more low. It's loaded with talent, and it should be a top five defense. A lot of people say, well, it's the scheme. Nah, if you're not executing a basic scheme like uh, 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 they're running right now, then you're not going to execute something more complex. That's just not. I got some numbers for you, KG. Go ahead. It looks like Washington is sitting 25th in the league, 26th in the league, allowing 407 and a half yards per game total. Buffalo mm-hmm. sitting, sitting second, um, allowing 234. And like I said, they just played the the um what are they what do you call them? The Dolphins. Oh my god, I forgot their name. <laughs> what do you call them? What do you what, what do you call them? All right, so so far through two weeks, Buffalo's allowing 161 passing yards a game. Washington's not quite last. Let's see, 32nd, 1, 30, 29, 8, 7, 6, 5. Look like 24th in the league, allowing 281 passing yards a game. Um, rushing Buffalo, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7th in the league, allowing 73 yards. Washington, 126 and a half, and that's good for, hold on. 31-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-21-23-26-5-4-
even with playing an abysmal Miami team last week. Washington's at 226.5. Uh, Washington's averaging uh, on the ground 106.5 a game. Buffalo's at 130, and, 130 even. And, you know, you know, when you look at Buffalo's rushing numbers, you've got to, um, you know, calculate what Josh Allen does on the ground also. I know Devin Singletary had a, a good, good good game last week, a uh, 75-yard TD run. Zach Moss had a couple of good runs. Um, but, you you know, when you you got to take in effect what number 17 does on the ground. So when I look at that, now, where to start? When I'm looking at this game and what Buffalo has to do to win this game, I want to know if with Ken Josh Allen, which in a lot of people book was supposed to be a front runner for the MVP award. Now, granted, we're going into week three. He hasn't looked sharp. His throws hasn't looked sharp. Um, the beginning of the, the, the first week, he was overthrowing a lot. Um, the second week, under, he underthrew a couple of balls. He underthrew De- Stephon Diggs on what could have been a touchdown if he put it where he would normally have put it. So I want to know if um, – that's fine. I'm sorry. Um, I want to know, can he get back on track with this passing defense that he's going to see? We've, we've seen two weeks in a row – the Washington pass defense be less than average. We've seen that the front seven that everybody that Troy Aikman reminded us ninety times that it was first for four first round picks. <laughs> we know we know Troy. Thank you. Thank you. Can can he can he get back on track? You gotta take you gotta play the cards though. Can he get back on track with with this off this this defense that's struggling because he's struggling too. That Buffalo offense, which is supposed to be their bread and butter, is gravely struggling. Okay, like I said, even in a Miami blowout last week, Josh Allen didn't have two hundred yards. Like I said, I'd rather have these problems week week three going into week three than going into week sixteen trying to find your identity. Can he go in there take advantage of a struggling Washington defense? And can the Buffalo, because we see what Taylor Heineke can do, all right? We, we saw that last week. We saw that he's not afraid to throw that ball. He has some confidence. He got the whole team behind him. That's a whole different level of confidence. Can they go in there? Or can they, one, defend home, but can they go to get on the field? Can they get to Taylor Heineke? That's any game. But can you get to him? Can you rattle him? Can that pass defense do it against Washington, a better unit on the offensive line side. That's that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. What about you, KG? Well, what I want to see, I want to see Antonio Gibson. Not only him, but J.D. McKissick. And this is – J.D. McKissick played sparingly last week, but he played and made plays that mattered. He scored a touchdown, had a big catch that set up another touchdown. That's, you know – complimentary defense is what I want to see, but I want to see the offense take advantage of it and say, you know what? Let's run this thing. We got this. That's what I want to see. I want to see Antonio Gibson get over hundred yards. And I don't mean, Oh, he got one Oh one. He got one Oh six, something like that. No, I want to see Antonio Gibson get at least 
a buck 25. I want to see him get those 25 carries, be the workhorse back. I want to see J.D. McKissick picking up first downs on short yardage like he's supposed to and, and, and scoring short touchdowns. I want to see Scary Terry get out there and torch those, those, those dogs you got in the secondary over there. I want to see Cam Sims more, which is something that Ron said he was going to do. We're going to see more Cam Sims. I want to see more Cam. Cam. Oh, Cam. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that for that Cam. No, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. I won't let. (laughs) Hey, man. Cam Sims is a talent. And I want to see him on drag routes and deep ends because I know he can turn up and give me rack yards and yak yards. Y'all have to catch. That's what he can give me. That's what I want to see. Defensively, I want to see Josh Allen running for his life, scrambling. I don't want to see him getting past the line of scrimmage because you know you have a quarterback. And Josh Allen is not a small guy. But I want Josh Allen to meet his big brother, John Allen, for the first time. And I want them to be up close and personal a lot. You know, I want Jonathan Allen to take down Josh Allen and say, hey, you know, Grandma cooking later on. You coming by? Every play, I want them to talk about the family. And you want Josh Allen to respond to like, yeah, just get off me. Oh. <laughs> I want to be smart enough to put a spy on Josh Allen. Cole Holcomb is fast enough to chase Josh Allen. But you got to remember, this guy can run. So when he, when y'all run a hint of the read option, and I say y'all is in Buffalo, runs a hint of the read option, and Josh Allen pulls it back, don't go for the running back. I need somebody to be on him. Whether And I need Landon Collins to ball out. Show me why you're being paid the money that you're being paid and ball the hell out. That's what I want to see. Sorry, we had a we had a Brian Brian Jr. sign uh, the ball the boss Jr. sighting. <laughs> but listen, I like when I when I'm when I see last week's game, and I see Daniel Jones eating the Washington football team on the ground alive, right? And I'm watching this, and I'm not even thinking about who they play next week because I'm 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 in I'm looking at the Buffalo game playing Miami. I'm watching Washington and the Giants go back and forth. But now I'm hearing you talk, and I'm and I'm like, they let Dan- Daniel Jones did he did he have a hundred yards last week or was he close to it? Close to it. Close to it. Close yeah, a whole it. whole different runner in Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. A whole different runner in Josh Allen. Athletic. I, I want Landon Collins to be sloppy again like he was last week because Josh is going to eat him up. And I hate saying that because you know how much I hate Josh Allen running the ball. Last like, week, I, I, Daniel Jones, nine carries, 95 yards and a touchdown. He had more yards than Saquon. Yeah, he did. On less did. carries. Um. So there is Washington as a whole, and I'm not saying that, not saying it as a Buffalo fan. I'm trying to say this as a football fan. Even if it wasn't Buffalo, they have issues on defense they're going to have to figure out. And th- this week, <laughs> you have a real test because you got a top top five receiver in the league and Diggs, 
You got a top five quarterback in the league. They're struggling right now. Um, you have two running back, two headed running back monster, Singletary and Moss. Okay. Um, our offensive line, like I said, you know, it's hard to when you do what you're supposed to do, I can't, I can't like toot the toot the whistle and ring the bell because they were supposed to go dispatch Miami. They're supposed mm-hmm. to go dispatch the Jets. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're supposed to do. Now, is it going to be 35 nothing each time? I don't expect that because you play these teams twice a year and they're professionals too. They're going to, you know, they want to, they, they got pride and professional. They get paid like everybody else. Um, but can this Buffalo team, one, can they, can they handle the pass rush? It's like this. It's like both teams need a dose, of, a shot in the arm to get their units going. Can they can they keep Chase Young and the boys at bay? Can they keep the four first-round draft picks at bay? Can they take advantage of this of a secondary that has been struggling to say it say it as as, as nice as I can on air? We try to be PG thirteen today tonight. <laughs> Okay, at this the secondary has been struggling. It's not a it's not a secret. It's not me calling them out. They've been struggling. So like this is the home cooking and that confidence game that could prepare Buffalo to kind of like get on the horse. Right now they're walking beside the horse. You know, they've been walking in the desert. The horse, they thirsty, the horse thirsty, and they haven't found any water. They just they just moving. You know, and it just so happened that Miami's horse was already dead. They had, and it was just the person out there. So they, they were in worse shape than Buffalo was. All right. So you come, can Washington be the water for the horse and, 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 the, and the owner? That's what I'm looking for. Can, can, can they get the water They're in the desert? Can they get going with Washington struggling on defense right now? Now we might now. These could be two different teams later down the line. Okay, these we, we saw a Washington offense last week that that puts you on the edge of your seat, make you excited, especially if you're a Washington football team fan where your offense has been struggling week in and week out to move the ball. We saw it when Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick was in there right before he got hurt. They were struggling. They were struggling to move the ball. And I, and I hit KG and I was like, this ain't looking good. This this is looking like, you know, this is looking like, you know, the same old Washington offense. Heineke come in, they move. They move. So it's it's gonna be a, an exciting thing to see. Can Heineke move the offense against a, you know, like I said, they're they're ranked number two right now, but can they can he move it against a I I, I would consider the Buffalo I would consider the Buffalo defense a, a top ten unit. I think that's where they'll level out to once, once you know they play some teams that is that can put some points and, and yards on the on the board. So I, I believe they're a top ten unit. I think you know we thought Washington was a top ten unit. They they still have yet to prove that. So um, yeah, I, I just I want to see can they right the ship this week? Mama, and you say hi to everybody. Say hi. Say hi. You don't want to say hi? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to say hi. So, 
Okay. Remote control. <clears throat> Brian said he just, whatever team you want to win, just get the remote control and just tell them what you want to do. He's thinking Madden. <laughs> He's like, look, you want them to win. You you got to do it. You got to do it. God damn right. Do it. Daddy, I've been watching you. You sign this player, cut this player. You call them the plays there. You want them to win. You got to do it. <laughs> You gotta do it, Pops. I mean, I don't understand what you're talking. Mm. Let me say this, B. You gotta look at this because, from your point of view, exactly what you said about Buffalo, I feel exactly about Washington the same way. Because Washington, they have to get their footing. They have to 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 win one. They gotta stand up on their legs and win one outright. I don't mean, you know, down to the last second. I mean, gra- granted, I love nail-biting wins, but I done slept on the other side of the bed too many times. I don't need it. So Washington has to get up on their horse themselves and ride this thing on out. Can, you know, I'm not really worried about Singletary. Um, I'm not worried about uh, 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 Moss at running back. I'm worried about Josh Allen. I'm worried about Stefan Diggs. I'm worried about Cole Beasley across the middle. But then on the flip side, I want you to worry about Gibson, McKissick, Heineke, who's going to make plays with his legs. I want you to worry about Scary Terry. I want you to worry about Cam Sims. I want you to worry about, uh, 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 what's his name, DeAndre Carter, running back kicks, because he is itching to break one, and he has been doing very, very well these first two weeks. He's going to break one. I want you to worry about special teams. I want you to worry about uh, Tress Way pinning you inside the five and the ten every time he punts. And then you got to work your way out of there. But we making it tough sledding where you don't get past the 50. That's what I want you to worry about because those are the things that I think we do well that we can put y'all in trouble. And I, I agree with you. Like, you know, this – look. If y'all want to show with yelling and screaming, go listen to Stephen A. Smith. We love him. Go listen to <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think when, when you when you when you say Tressway Penny, you one of the best, you know, punters in the league. The only when I when you say that, I say at least we're at home. Because yeah. being backed up in your own end zone, like last week, like look, I know I, I ride the fence, I root for Buffalo, I root for Washington. If you Washington football te- team fan and you heard FedEx how loud it got on TV last week, that's exciting. It gives you chills. Mm-hmm. That stadium hasn't got that loud in a long time. Like, I, I mean, I don't even know the last play. I can't even, you know, tell you what the last play was where it got that loud. Was it RG's three long run against the Vikings? Uh, no. Has it been that long? I mean, I mean, it was that season. Because I mean, there's not. There has not been nothing to. Ch- no, take that back. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins night? twenty. What was that? Twenty. We won the division in twenty twelve, and then we won it again in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. It was one. It was during the comeback against Tampa Bay. It was like that. You know, it was loud. Like the, it was so loud, the camera was shaking. And I'm talking about the broadcast camera, but loud like last Thursday. I want to say it was the twenty twelve season because RG 3s run against you know the Vikings the the. the the way the crowd was acting, the call by Larry Michael, RG3 up the side, electrifying, you know, 
that right there, that is one of the best calls we've heard in recent years. You know, before that, it was any Frank Herzog call during the Super Bowl run years. But FedEx Field, FedEx Field has never been that loud in quite some time. It's been years because we're always Washington fans are always drowned out by the visiting team's fans. That that was true last week with New York, too. Yeah, but we got louder. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was, you know, they put they they take all the Giants fans and they try to put them behind the Giants bench and things like that. And they'll put them in the corners. They don't put them too far behind. They don't put too many of them behind, you know, Washington side. But that that right there is what we got to deal with now because the Buffalo fans are the way we were at RFK. Rabid. That's way you. That's the way Buffalo is. And they're gonna get loud. So we have to worry they're about gonna, that. Huh? They're gonna get loud. Yeah. They're and gonna then get loud. Every first down, we gotta hear that damn train horn. That train horn, yes, sir. <laughs> Big Daddy Diesel. <laughs> Come on, man. No, no, no. Who? It's 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 gonna be like I said. It's you have two teams that were damn near in a must-win situation last week in week two. Mm-hmm. All right, and both of them got the job done, and now you you come across like I hate drowning out must win, and like both of these teams have ships they need to to, to get back up and float. Okay, both of them have units: Buffalo on offense, Washington on defense that are definitely performing way below anybody thought they would be. So, like I said, man, um, to see what they come out with uh, and to see if Buffalo throw anything different in, to see if Josh Allen can get his touch back. That's what been missing from Josh Allen I've seen. He's, he's, he's I don't know if it's nerves, what it is, but remember I said this, KG, before the season starts. You're going to see a lot of different players. Because it's different playing in an empty stadium where you don't have to worry about fans and people watching you. You know mm-hmm. people watching you on TV, but it's not the same as people yelling and screaming at you from the stands. So mm-hmm. he had a success last season. And, I'm, you know, I'm just like, you know, yeah, you can see it's there. Okay? And, and, and even if that is the case, he now has to find a way – to calm himself down, you can see he's getting flustered and frustrated. And that's something I'm worried about if the Washington front seven gets going. Frustrating Josh Allen, frustrating. Because once it's, it seems like he gets to that point, is he's trying to force stuff. And that's the Josh Allen I don't want to see on Sunday. When he when he feels like he start, he's starting falling behind or he's not doing what he thinks he should be doing, he'll start forcing stuff. He'll throw it scrambling instead of throwing it out of bounds. He'll try to throw it to somebody, make a play, and it'll be right in the other team's hands. So that's not, you know, that I don't want to see that Josh. I want, you know, I, I need to see the Josh, that confident Josh Allen, that can get his touch back, get 14 in the game, Stephon Diggs. He's been hitting Beasley across the middle of the field because that's what teams are allowing him to do. And he has to sit back and take what – if they're going to give you the middle of the field – Eat the middle of the field up until they figure out, look, he's eating the middle of the field up. We got changes up. 
We got to change this up. They give Pittsburgh gave them the middle of the field. Miami, to a certain extent, gave them the middle of the field. He, Beasley seems like he's always open in the middle of the field. You're going to hit Beasley. Um, I know Gabe Davis has been battling a little injury. Um, Dawson Knox been, you know, trying to trying to do something to tight end for Buffalo. But I want. <laughs> On the flip side of that, I want to see like you know, yeah, we got a we got some good corners, we got a good secondary, and I want to see with a full week. We talked about this last week, a full week and some extra days that Taylor Heineke and Terry McLaurin get to sharpen their timing and their offense together. Like I want to see that as a football fan. I want to see if Scary Terry comes out there again and torches Buffalo. You know, as a football fan, I want to see that. I want to see Terry McLaurin get off because he's, he's, you know, nobody he's, he's not a secret no more. Everybody knows what he is. And now you have a quarterback here that's not afraid of throwing the ball. So it's going to be interesting to see that matchup. I don't know if Tredavious White is going to be on him the whole game, um, how they're going to do it. But it's going to be interesting to see how Terry McLaurin fares against the Buffalo defense. And how Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen can do against a struggling Washington pass defense. Now, the line for this Sunday's game right now sits at seven and a half. Buffalo. I don't like that. Uh, over under is 45 and a half. This is tied for the lar- the third largest spread of the, all the Sunday games. Um. Denver, New York is 10 and a half. Uh, Jacksonville, Arizona is at seven and a half. Washington, Buffalo is at seven and a half. Every, uh, and oh, I'm sorry. And Baltimore, Detroit is at eight. So they're tied. Wasn't, for wasn't, wasn't uh, tonight's game at 10 and a half? Uh, I don't, was it tonight? Think, that was tonight? Think, no, it was eight and a half. Eight and a half tonight. Okay. Yeah, Carolina was eight and a half, and Carolina's up seven nothing. Over under on that is 43. So I got my bet in. But uh, I, I don't know if you want to do it now. Do you want to save it for Sunday? You want to make a pick now? Or you want to save it for Sunday? Let's save it for Sunday because we come okay. on Sunday. I, I just right. I wanted this show to be about, you know, like I said, you got Washington, you got Buffalo, and, you know, it's a special show. Like I said, we don't get to talk about, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Just and- breaking down what we thought about, you know, each team, and we can say the, the, the score – for Sundays, Sunday. Drives. Okay. Well, I'm asking this now because we bet constantly on this show. And I've even got the Swamp Queen, Lady C, on this because uh, her New Orleans Saints come to town in two weeks. They come to town on the 10th. Yep, and exactly. I got a bet already set up with her. Mm. Now I got to get a bet with you. Mm. Now, Taylor Heineke had reached out to Heineken to get a sponsorship deal because of the last name. Heineken kind of stonewalled him, never got back to him. And he said, hey, Heineken, you don't get back to me. I'm going to call Bud Light. And Bud Light tweeted, can't wait. (laughs) And he has a deal now with Bud Light. It's called the Bud Lineke. I seen that, yep. (laughs) So once those hit shelves, in full force, I want to see the bottle first. I'm going to go get me a couple of those. But as far as our bet, 
our bet. Now I don't I owe you lunch, I owe you dinner. I think I owe you a Rolls Royce. I think I owe you a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I'm always willing to come back for more because it, you know, it, it's beautiful because I know whenever we go out, I just be like, "All right, this is one of the times I got to pay for lunch and I'm already ready." So what are we doing this time? You let the fuck it. Let's do breakfast. Yeah, we can do breakfast. I, let's do breakfast. College Park Diner? Shit, let's do it. Hey, College Park Diner. Hey, we, we, when last time we've been to College Park Diner? When oh, last time? man. You, we, I know the last time you went, but I think the last time, I want to say, I want to say me and, me and Jackie went some years ago. She's in the room. I can't yell at her. That was, <laughs> but I think we went a couple years ago or we got some, either we got mm. something to go. Man, I used to live there when I was working at night. I would get off at like 3.30 in the morning. I would call my wife and say, love you. Come on, we're going to get something to eat. I'm on my way home. And I would go home, pick her up at 4, at 4.15, sun coming up, and we sitting there eating breakfast. And I, I used to always sing Otis Redding to her, cigarettes and coffee. I would always sing that to her sitting there eating pancakes. But since you and I went there, it was me, you, Delonte, I think Paul, the last time we all went to Baltimore, and that was like 2006, 2005. That sound about right. That sound about right. And it was still Barnside then. It, they hadn't changed the name yet. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. So. Yes, it was. Oh, man. You just like you just opened the, the one of them doors that you've lost the key to in your head. I was like, mm-hmm. Barnside. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been years since we went there, but I, I'll, I'll I'll take breakfast from you, and we'll, we'll we'll get scores and all of that. But a Washington win equals breakfast for me. A Buffalo win equals breakfast for you. All we got to do is pick a time and a date, and we'll go hash this out. So that's good for me. And, and you know what? Whoever wins when we when we do go there, we'll do a, a quick. We'll see if we can do a quick live show from the Instagram live. That that works. That works perfectly. Yep. So, so. I think I think we touched on a little bit of everything tonight. We'll we'll definitely touch touch with we'll set aside about ten minutes for Sunday rise and and really dig into it, get into the injury report, see who's playing, who's not, if anything's changed, is the, if the line is moved, if if Buffalo got any crazy weather this week coming up. We'll, we'll dive all into that all that on Sunday. So. Mm-hmm. So, Lady C, I know you're at work and you're listening. I hope you're taking notes because in two weeks, you'll be here. I don't care what you got to do. You're going to be here. And you're going you're gonna to put on that bet, too, because I, I got, ooh, your jersey coming in the mail the way because we beating y'all. I'm not worried about that. I ain't worried about no no all in Saints. Won't be eating no W's in D.C. Y'all better take this chicken wings and mumbo sauce. Man, if you got Christian McCaffrey on your fantasy, he is out for the rest of the game. Hamstring injury. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, okay. Mm. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not looking too good. Let's not even talk fantasy because I am 0-2 currently and looking to be headed to 0-3. Who would think if you had Pat Mahomes – and Russell Wilson, one and two players in the league, <laughs> you would be 0 and 2. But we're not going to get into that. We got to get out of here. Uh, thank you all for joining us. And yes, Lady C, I already, already, I got your Redskins. Well, I'm sorry, your Washington football team jersey. I guess I can't get you in a Redskins jersey. 
But I got your Washington football team jersey coming. Don't worry about that. But um, I guess that's it for us, boss. Um, that's it. Yeah, it is. Well, everyone, have your your your, your yourself a beautiful night. Enjoy your Friday. Uh, living for the weekend, baby. Until next time. Until Saturday night for me. Until Sunday for the boss BJ. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.